With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Anytime during my 10 years, I could do this. That's power. That's power. Here's the snap. The ball is down. The kick is up. And it's gone! Wolfpack wins! It's time for the Riddick and Reynolds podcast. Here's your host, James Curl. All right, folks. Welcome to the Riddick and Reynolds podcast. Uh, that sound you hear is the sound of people over at Doak uh, Field, uh, <laughs> not here at the podcast. Uh, State is uh, trying to get in. Uh, the final game of the uh, regionals here against the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, which I think is just basically a chicken. It's uh, like a regal rooster. A regal rooster. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and we'll certainly talk. Like uh, a classier game talk. <laughs> which sounds like something uh, in its own right that's uh, somewhat <laughs> oh, uh, hu- humorous. Uh, I, I didn't go that. Man. <laughs> All right, stop the clock. Awkward lady moment uh, this <laughs> far into the show. Uh, yeah, we're throwing the the, the the clock back a little bit. Boy, I had to say clock carefully there. Um, Lauren Bla- uh, Brownlow is joining me <laughs> here tonight. Uh, pull it together, James. I'm the pregnant one. That's right. Uh, <laughs> 0.5 uh, beers at this point. Uh, but, uh, but yes, Lauren is here, uh, this week. Matt, uh, was overseas in Spain and, uh, I think he actually flew in today, but I, I was not going to be the evil podcast overlord and make him come straight from the airport to, uh, to do a podcast. So hopefully he's had safe travels back here to the States. Um, I'm sure we'll get a chance to speak with him about that uh, once he gets back in town. But uh, Lauren was kind enough to join us today, and it's good to see you again. Good to see you, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you could make it again. Um, she, of course, is with child. and uh, <laughs> For now. Uh, for, uh, nearing the, uh, the end of the stretch here, uh, praying uh, to hang on until the NBA draft. Uh, when After that point, you were telling me, you can have the kid and then just relax at the house. Oh, uh, sure. It'll be like a vacation. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm told anyway. Yeah, I mean, every every pregnancy, especially your first one, is very much yeah, like a vacation. Yeah, sure. It's just bringing a baby home is super easy, so right, can't right. wait. Yeah, plenty of sleep, uh, lots of free time nice to yourself. Nice time off from work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a vacation, really. No problem. Um, but uh, we... Uh, uh, sure, yeah, exactly. We're very happy to see you and, and glad to see that uh, you are able to join us here and that you're sure. doing well. Um, let me uh, do our housekeeping up at the top of the show like we always do. Um, of course, we are here at Amedios, and uh, the the folks here during uh, the month of June are, one, are running a wonderful special 
Uh, for 10 bucks, you can get the famous Amedeo's lasagna and a salad. Um, that's all through the month of June. Uh, that's your regular lasagna, and I think the vegetarian lasagna is also included in that, and oh. the cheese. Um, your fancier ones like seafood and stuff like that, yeah. uh, don't try to sneak one past the goalie on that. But, uh, you know, as, as long as you uh, stay in your lane and get the uh, either the, the classic uh, lasagna or the, uh, the all-cheese uh, vegetarian options, uh, you can get that for 10 bucks with a salad. Um, enjoyed all throughout the month of June. Uh, in fact, I was listening this morning, and uh, Lauren, of course, works for Capital Broadcasting and uh, is part of the Buzz Morning Show. And as I was listening to her show this morning, uh, I heard the ad for yes. Video's Lasagna uh, special. So uh, we're, we're getting the word out, and uh, so you can take advantage of it here at the traditional uh, location where we record the show, or you can also take advantage of the uh, Apex location at Beaver Creek Commons. Um, so, uh, l- always let them know that you're there because of the podcast, because it always helps us look good, and uh, lets the folks at Amedeo's know that we're doing our job, getting the word out. So, uh, and if you need another excuse for coming uh, to Amedeo's, you know, come for the artwork, the memorabilia, uh, just in- any of the other great uh, Italian food that they have here. Sure. There, you don't need a good reason really to come to Amedeo's, but the ten dollar lasagna and salad special is certainly a good one uh, if you are on the fence about that, which we hope you are not. Um, all right. Uh, oh, and one more thing. Uh, if you're listening to this Tuesday, uh, this evening at 7 o'clock, I'll be at the Southeast Regional Library in Garner uh, speaking about the history of North Carolina or NC State sports. Excuse me. Um, the folks at the uh, Wake County Libraries were kind enough to reach out to me and see if I'd be willing to speak on the history of NC State sports. Uh, somehow they thought that this podcast qualified me for that role. <laughs> as soon as I got that email, I was like, that's great. Why me? Um, but, uh, no, in all seriousness, <laughs> I was very honored that they, uh, they reached out to me. Um, I'll be speaking on NC State. I think, um, Tim Peeler was unavailable. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to, like, just drag Tim Peeler with me and, uh, have him. Get him, fact, get him to fact check you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> That's why there won't be any recording of it, because I don't want a record of all the mistakes and uh, misspeaking that I uh, take part in tonight at the event. But, uh, but yeah, Lee Pace is doing one, I think, on the history of golf in North Carolina. Oh, very cool. And, yeah, he knows a lot about that. Yeah. And I think also, um, oh, his name's escaping me. Uh, Luke DeCock is doing uh, a uh, speech as well. On, Look at you. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, there's nice some, company good, yeah, there. some good company to be in. Uh, and again, very honored by the folks at Wake County Libraries for reaching out to me and offering that opportunity to me. So, again, that'll be at the, uh, I think it's the Southeast Regional Library is the name of it. It's the one in Garner, uh, and we're watching current highlights of Elliot Avent, uh, dazzle us with a spin move, uh, here on the big screen. Um, uh, we may even talk about Elliot's, uh, spin move, uh, at the event tonight, because <laughs> uh, it's definitely historic. Um, Everyone is laughing. <laughs> but uh, but yes, uh, if, if you're bored and uh, have nothing better to do, come on down and say hey. Uh, it'd be fun to see uh, some folks there other than just my wife and kids. Uh, all right, uh, Lauren. Again, thank you very much. Uh, let's let's talk some baseball as we uh, watch Elliot. Uh, I don't know if they're going to go through the entire. Uh, the the folks at ESPN were kind enough to, uh, uh, you know, truncate some of the uh, right. <laughs> the antics. But uh, I guess the big news coming out of, well, tons of big news, 
obviously the biggest was the fact that State won their elimination game basically this uh, you know uh, early afternoon against Coastal Carolina to advance to this evening. Uh, had they lost, they, that would have been it for, for State, but they Although did win. Although no Elliott even for two games, is that right? Yeah, that's the big news coming out of that 8-1 victory is that uh, even though um, even though his meltdown the game, was amazing, <laughs> the game went well <laughs> as a team, uh, it did cost uh, State Elliott for tonight and also for uh, should they advance, they'll be without him for one game at the Super Regional. How would that work? If they don't, then he'll just be like the first game of next year? Is that how that works? You know, I, <laughs> that's a good odd. question. Like, yeah, somebody else asked me that question on Twitter, and I honestly I guess I don't that know. must be the answer, right? Well, I would think it would be like it's a suspension. Well, they'll forget about it. Yeah, you should like, just go out there in a disguise. Your suspension dies with your season. I mean, wouldn't you think? That's true. I mean, you think so? I mean, it'd be like time served almost. Like you yeah. know, you, you you're not playing anymore. So you know, what are we going to do? Suspend you against you know um, Elon? I, I don't right. know. Uh, it would uh, that if you are out there and know the answer to that question, go ahead and tweet that to me. Uh, hopefully, we'll know the answer before you send that tweet. Um, but uh, but yeah, nevertheless, uh, we lose Elliot uh, for tonight and for potentially another game. Um, but uh, let's hit the rewind button just a little bit and talk about the game because yeah. um, Williamson went. Uh, you know, he of a a bum arm. You know, he's going to have Tommy John surgery at the end of the year. Um, and the thought was, let's send him out there. Let's see what he's got. And unfortunately for him, uh, and we should mention, uh, because I had these same questions, um, there wasn't really any health risk sending him back out there, even though he is in right. need of Tommy John surgery. Uh, yeah, it's they, just odd. Yeah, but they they checked with Dr. Andrews, you know, the the number one uh, authority on uh, joints and ligaments, I guess, at this point. Though I do kind of wonder if he's started to assume this Dr. Oz role. Like, you know, he's got the brand <laughs> oh, don't name. don't say that. <laughs> he's got the brand name, but really is he the best in the country? He's probably got a little bit more clout than Dr. Oz um, and some legit cred. But uh, but anyway, um, I think wasn't Dr. Andrews the first guy to do Tommy John surgery? I think is – isn't that how he built his name? Maybe. I want to say it is. So. He certainly uh, does plenty of it now. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Business is good for uh, for Doctor uh, James Andrews, but um, they did check with him. They they said it's you know perfectly fine for him to pitch on the arm, even though he is in need of the surgery. They sent him out there, and you know um, while hopes were high, he just didn't have the stuff for it, and uh, he was removed. I think did he? I don't have the box score pulled up right here. Let me see if I can pull it up, but. Uh, but I think he went one and a third, maybe, was the line on how long he lasted. Um, and just was clear that he didn't, yeah, didn't, he have, didn't it. have it. And so um, they they pulled Williamson and brought in Gilbert from the bullpen. And he just pitched magnificently. I mean, went eight innings uh, and just pretty much shut down uh, the Chanticleers. I mean, they scored one run over the course of the game. But for a team that I, you know... It's big time and they didn't have to use more arms than that. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing. That and, and with Piedmont going as long as he did against Navy, yeah. you know, that was two uh, two starts. Well, not start uh, since Gilbert didn't actually start the game. But, you know, in essence, uh, you know, two games back-to-back where you had guys that were able to go for really extended uh, innings 
and save a lot of those arms for tonight, hopefully, if we can get the game in. Um, Looks like they said the first pitch was 740, but... Okay. Um, yeah, there, there's obviously some inclement weather in the area. and uh, A lot of it. And so, uh, tentatively, they're shooting for... What was that time you said? Seven, 740 is 740. what it said on the, uh, on the ticker on, on ESPN. Here. Okay. Yeah. But that's obviously if everything kind of goes to plan and right. things clear up, you know, it could be one of those things where... You know, they get ready to roll, and then a, a strike of lightning or some rain rolls through, and they have to push everything back. And uh, In fact, that's how it was, I guess, the first game of the series against Navy, where it ended up in grand total being over a three-hour uh, delay. And I thought of you, Lauren, when that happened. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that you <laughs> tweeted at me about that. I was like, I am not responsible for this. But I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I, I think, what, Friday and Saturday both went very late. Yeah, um, yeah. in fact, they had to suspend one of the games and finish it up. Um, and uh, the I guess it was the first game against Coastal Carolina. Yeah. Uh, made it almost all the way through the game and then, you know, just eventually had to call it and finish it up the next day. Um, so, you know, I, now maybe you can answer this question, and I don't know. I heard someone say this uh, earlier here in the crowd. Uh-oh. If, let's say it's a complete washout tonight, does that mean that – State advances? I don't know. I saw someone saying that on Twitter earlier, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, Would that be just by virtue of the fact that we hosted the regional? We were the top seed? Like, I know Mm. for sure that, for instance, um, Wilmington and South Carolina, they washed out. And I don't know if they started their game or not, Uh but they're washed out until tomorrow. Right. So... I mean, I don't know if they started or not, because if they didn't, I'm thinking, well, then State and Coastal will play again tomorrow, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, uh, you know, the the rules on these things are uh, sometimes a little bit unclear. I mean, obviously, they've got I think to, they have to coordinate with the NCAA, so as much yeah. as I'm sure State would ideally love to just, you know, run out the clock <laughs> if they could, I'm right. sure NCAA will have to have a say in this, too, of, of whether they're going to at least try to play or not. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, at some point, your super regional round has to start. I mean, you can't. Push, right. Push everything back. No. To, to I guess in a perfect world they could give state or the winner of this regional the you know that I think it's either Friday Saturday Sunday or Sunday, isn't that what it is? It's like or Saturday Sunday Monday with the super regionals. I think that's how that works. So okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's um it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out yeah. uh, if things do get completely washed out tonight or if they only play a part of the game you know this evening and then try to finish it up tomorrow. So. Yeah. Um, 740, yep, yeah. yep. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see if they are able to actually get things underway this evening here in about, uh, 40 minutes as of when we're recording the show here. There's still three to be decided, uh, three supers to be decided as of right now. Right. Um, so we shall see. I, you know, I, I'm hopeful that because State was not uh, required to use a tremendous number of arms in the the two games leading up to this, that that means that we'll have some more arms to use. And really, you don't want to start today, too, if you don't have to, just because you don't right. want to waste some an arm tonight and yeah. then have to use it again. Yeah. You can't use them again tomorrow. So. Right, right. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly right. You don't want to start it, again. It looks like State or South Carolina and Wilmington didn't even start. So okay. they're playing tomorrow, so I guess that would be the case here. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's um, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. So uh, you're That'd absolutely right. That would be right. Brutal, right? Like, you, <laughs> you're the lower seed and you've done all this and it's like, oh, no, you're just done. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, it would be, yeah. 
I mean, like, I get it, but at the same time, it's right. like, wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be one of those um, act of God types things where you're just like, all right, well, it just didn't happen uh, for us. There, there was enough uh, things in the universe that just kind of fell our way. I mean, I guess it's just the dangers of, of a sport that's played outdoors during a very active weather pattern time in our country, and right. particularly this part of the, the country where... You know, rain and storms are just part of the deal. Um, I mean, we only played one of our games against Florida State this year uh, of that series. And, you know, uh, there have been plenty of other opportunities where, you know, entire series have been lost just because you can't. You can't make it not rain, and have yet figured out a way at the collegiate level. I don't think to play baseball indoors. Okay. Uh, and I don't think I would even really want that to be the case. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we're uh, we're seeing what everybody else is seeing at this point. Seven forty. Uh, we have someone from our team grooming themselves on the camera. <laughs> You know, there might be no other uh, hey, sport. Hey, delays are fun. Yeah, there might not. Didn't no, they do some jousting the other night? I, I don't know. I uh, saw a video of that online of the uh, state, and I believe it was Navy doing some jousting during a rain <laughs> delay. It was delightful. I wouldn't want to face Navy in anything that involved water. I feel like they would have a natural competitive <laughs> advantage on just about anything. Well, they did not uh, yeah. the other night. Yes. But, yeah, thankfully that was with a dry field. Uh, if, if they had played it with uh, watery conditions, who knows how that would have gone. Um, yeah, baseball more so than any other sport. It's like, all right, things aren't going well, so let's just have a party. Uh, and it's always it's, fun. Yeah, it is. It is. It's fun. Uh, you don't usually see that at a football game where the, the they clear the stadium for lightning and all the guys in their football gear just start sliding on the the uh, the turf. Yeah, they don't let them out. It's no fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The no fun league. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see how things uh, shake out this evening, uh, and there may be more baseball to talk about uh, tomorrow. Um, Lauren, obviously, as part of your job, you're covering not just uh, NC State and the local teams, but also the rest of the ACC. Uh, And I think you had John Manuel on today as well to talk some ACC baseball. Uh, One of the things I heard you guys talk about was... Boston College advancing to a Super Regional. How about that? Yeah, uh, good for them. I mean, they had a, a great year. We we they uh, last in the ACC by the coaches. And I think we lost our Which, series you know, to them. I don't blame them. And you know, it's like at the time, I remember thinking when we lost the series to Boston College, I was like, oh man, geez, really? But yeah, there you go. They, I think they, Louisville as well lost the series to them. Yeah, they. Uh, so I mean, they. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you take a if you take a series against Louisville, you're doing something yeah. pretty good. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, it's... Uh, They'll the, be playing uh, Miami, right? Boston College Miami? That's right. That's that's my understanding is that uh, one of those two teams will be going to Omaha. So uh, that continues the streak of teams from the ACC going to the College World Series. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be joining the Eagles or slash Hurricanes, uh, whoever is able to advance from that. And you, you might be inclined to think Hurricanes, but... Again, everybody's been betting against Boston College this whole season, so that's right. Why not? Um, I'm I'm assuming that it's will like be like their whole... athletic karma turning around <laughs> for one sport, right? And yeah, everything from basketball and football rolled up into yeah baseball and hockey success. It's like here you go, have yeah. this. Did All they right. win the Frozen Four this year? I, I, no, I don't think so. Mm. In either one, I don't think. Wow, I could be wrong. So yeah, like I said, just a bad sport trip. <laughs> If, if the Boston College Eagles don't win the Frozen Four, then, you know, it's just everybody in Chestnut Hill is very bummed out because yes. that's, that's like their deal. So um, so glad they joined the league. 
<laughs> yes, well, there, oh, wait, there's no hockey ACC? Whoops. Uh, so bad. I, I want that to happen, but that's a discussion. For no, a no, it'd be great, but right yeah. now it doesn't, so it's like... Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it really doesn't keep make... Keep being useless, Boston College. <laughs> hey, we got their television market, because um, Boston College dominates the uh, Boston media scene, clearly. Um but uh, let's see, Duke uh, struggled. Um, Virginia losing their series was a little bit surprising, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So. ECU, and then they lose to William and Mary. It's like, that's, that was crazy. I didn't expect that. Yeah. I, I thought Virginia was going to be one of those teams that, uh, you know, they had struggled earlier in the year, but then really started to look a lot like the team that had won the national title last year. But uh, ECU going to Supers. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, you know, uh, as John Manuel said, uh on this, your show today, be careful what you wish for because you might see him leave for another job if they yeah. continue to have too much success. I, I heard John say that, and I was like, yeah, but... I think you, they'll take it. Yeah, you never really want to root against success. I mean, ECU success. baseball has been good for a while now. I mean, yeah. maybe not on the level of some of the other schools here around here, but very, very good. I remember in, in the 90s and, and early 2000s when I was there, they had a very strong program, and I feel like they've always had... You know, with the eastern part of the state, you know, there's a lot of yeah. good baseball talent out that way. And, and ECU can pretty much claim most anything east of 95 um, for the most part. Um, and so they, they've had a, a nice pool of talent to choose from, but they've had to obviously deal with, I guess, the dynamics of shuffling from conference to sure. conference and trying to find a home in a, uh, a quote, Well, they didn't even six. win the AAC, and so they were sort of sweating it out. On Selection Monday. To even get into the field. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a little bit. They, mm. I think they thought they would have had a pretty good shot, but did they get the? <laughs> they didn't get that a bit, so. Did they get the same treatment we got that one year where we were an 11 seed, but yet we're somehow the last team that was revealed on the screen? Duke apparently got that treatment. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Not nice. quite the last last, I don't think, but like close to it. And that's right. their first tournament berth in like 55 years. Yeah. Not like it's cruel to make them wait or anything. <laughs> yeah, um... And, uh, well, maybe it's worth noting that uh, State, obviously, uh, was able to go. And uh, as Duke was sweating it out, they were sweating it out with Carolina, and Duke went and Carolina didn't. And so winning that that series against Carolina, obviously, was, was pretty big yep. about uh, the fortunes of all three of those teams. I think so. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they, they Duke ended up having a, I guess, a subpar uh, showing, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was, I'm sure it's not what they wanted, but... Mm-hmm. They didn't play well against Wilmington. Wilmington's a good team. Yeah. And then they just had the misfortune of getting in the loser's bracket with South Carolina, which is not what they were expecting, I'm right. sure. Right, So it's easy to imagine them going two and out in that scenario. But, man, yeah, they had a lot of chances against South Carolina, too, but they just couldn't quite do it. Yeah. I, I didn't follow Duke closely throughout the year. I mean, was... Great pitching. Pitching Great was their strength. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And all the Ivy League transfers... Uh, <laughs> Kind of, and those guys have been really good. And so, yeah, pitching has been probably their strong suit. Offense has been pretty inconsistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's tough to advance when your offense is up and down because you know at some point you are going to have to score runs no matter how good your starting pitching may be. As we found out uh, a few years ago with Carlos Rodon uh, when State was struggling to swing the bats. Um, 
Well, let's see. Uh, we've we've covered state. We've covered, uh, I think, the rest of the ACC. Are there any other news and notes about college baseball uh, that you can think of uh, before we move on from that? Well, uh, uh, Coach Avins, uh, Coach Avins, we, we, we covered that. <laughs> arguing with the umpire is like now going viral. So that's great. Oh, is, oh, nice. So he's gone viral now, what, twice in like the last two weeks or so? What, with the, the <laughs> with snake the bite? With the snake bite and then this. But I guess he got x-rays the other day. Is that right? Where, um, yeah, he told us he was going to get x-rays when From we had where him he'd on the been show. Bitten? Well, apparently when he was bitten, he was like trying to climb the stairs or something and hurt himself. <laughs> Well, on top of all of that, like on top. Of I, now it wouldn't shock me that like, if you've just been struck in the leg by a copperhead, you're probably not like. I don't. Yeah, I don't you, know you how don't that works. Frankly, I that. don't ever want to know how that feels. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you're, you're probably not rationally thinking. All right, I'm just going to calmly walk away from this. Uh, no. So I think he hurt umbrella. himself a little there, and he was telling us on the phone uh, before this week, this past weekend started, that he was going to get an X-ray because he just wasn't feeling good. Uh huh. And yeah. Yeah. So. He but looked yeah. pretty spry, good in that umpire's face. So. Yeah, I mean it's funny. I, the I, the, uh, the adrenaline kicked in, yeah. I'm sure. And uh, when Elliot's adrenaline kicks in, there's uh, you, you can do you can move mountains uh, with Elliot's adrenaline. Uh, there's yes, no doubt about that. Um, yeah, he uh, he definitely has uh, some of that. Um, you know, Bobby Valentine in him, uh, or, or Bobby Cox, where just, you know. I just really want him to come back wearing a disguise, just for my own personal <laughs> enjoyment. I would love that so much. There was but a- I'm sure he doesn't want to jeopardize anything for his team or getting them in any more trouble, but it would amuse me very yeah. much. Well, there's a part of me that was secretly hoping that, uh, he was so pissed off that he would just be like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Amedeo's and grab a Bud Light and just I know. I and, saw you tweet that, so yeah. I was kind of thinking, well, maybe James will ask him to come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I figured. What's he doing? He's not doing anything. It might come be up his, here. He probably would. Uh, <laughs> I, I know mean, he'd rather be like there, even though he can't be in the dugout. I mean, <laughs> it, it would, no doubt it would make for a nice PR for the show uh, if, if it got out that he had skipped his uh, baseball game to come hang out and have beers with well, the podcast. To be fair, he can't attend it. Can he not now? What's the rule on that? Is he not even able to be in the building? I don't building? think. I think he. Well, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. I would think he could like sit in the stands, right? right? Well, or I don't know about in the box? stands. I would imagine he can sit inside the baseball facility and watch on TV, right? If nothing else. Right. Yeah. Like but he, I guess he just can't have contact with his players. Yeah. During the game. It would not shock me if Elliot rigged up a system where he could have like a courier system. Like I said, from the, the facility. Why not? You know, just a just a random ball boy that just settles uh, messages written on baseballs back and forth uh, to the uh, to the team. Uh, so yeah, there's so, so much of what has transpired today is has been a little bit murky on how it will go down. You know, the suspension will it carry over to next year? Uh, can he be at the facility? And and then if tonight gets rained out completely, what happens from there? But uh, we shall see. Uh, you know. It's been uh, a very unusual season thus far to this point, so it's not surprising to me that it's kind of uh, winding up uh, the way that it has with uh, a lot of odd twists and turns uh, so far. All right, um, let's see. Uh, we were discussing before we started recording about some of the other things that we might discuss. Um, apparently Malika Boo dropped a mixtape, which I have not yet heard. Uh, I don't know how many fire emojis it rates on the fire emoji scale, one to five. You said it was kind of it was okay for an athlete, like what yeah. three and a half fire emojis. Yeah, I give him that yeah. for sure. It's okay. uh, I believe it's at 
younghabibi.com. Yeah. Y-U-N-G Habibi.com. Okay. Uh, so uh, SoundCloud. It, is that his, uh, is that his stage name? Um, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it was very, like, there was one song at least that I was like, this is very cool. One of his freestyles. Uh huh. It was very, I was like, this is cool. This reminds me of him. Right. Like, obviously, because it's his words. So. <laughs> but yeah, it, I was just like, it was very positive and like how he feels blessed and. Oh, well, that's good. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I, it would be surprising to me if he put out a, a mixtape no. and it was just nothing like slams and, and, and anger. We were and trying to find clips we could play this morning, and we had to be sure they were clean. And there was only one clip that we listened to for a few minutes. And we're like, well, no, no, there's one. Yes. And we had to stop. But, yeah, for the most part, there it was pretty clean. Right. I heard. Yeah. Yeah, he seems like a really good dude. And, and obviously, you've great, had a, great a, a, opportunities yeah. to... Uh, and I don't know if we've had a chance to speak with you since he went through the draft evaluation no, process. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so what are some of your thoughts on that? I mean, uh, it seemed like it was the right move for him to come back. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know that he heard what he needed to hear from scouts, but obviously I'm sure he heard some things, yeah. e- even though they weren't the maybe the things that he wanted to hear as far as staying in the draft. No, I think he got feedback about yeah. what he needed to do, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um and I know people were upset about the report that came out from, but apparently he good man. He apparently Sorry. that's what he texted him. Now look, kids get reactionary, they get emotional. Who knows what he meant or how serious he was? I have no idea. No, okay, um, so maybe you know more about the situation. Yeah, we had him on just to clarify. And he did say he texted Goodman directly. Well, we didn't have a boo on. We had Goodman on. Yeah. Oh. And oh. Goodman said that that was yes that a boo texted him directly, and okay. that and, was and, that was what and, he said. And either yes. State or said he was either going to transfer or explore transferring or something like that or yeah. It was very well, odd. All right. I guess if it came straight from a booth. No, that doesn't mean that he meant it. It doesn't mean, you know what I mean? He's a kid, too. He's, he's yeah. you know, he's 19 years old, right? Like <laughs> I, I choose to believe that Abu was trolling him and decided to it could uh, be. put out false information he's to make Goodman better connected than people would like to know. Goodman? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't get where he's at without having a good a number of sur- sources and, and that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. I just have an axe to grind but with him. But I was just kind of like, oh, I know. I he know. seems to have an axe to grind with us. And, I know. Uh, I don't get it. I, I, I never will. I've gotten better, though. I hope you'll agree. You have gotten better. You don't tweet as much. <laughs> Some don't s- give what he wants, then. I know. I know. It, it's. If he couldn't uh, rile you guys up, he wouldn't do it. I know, and, and I guess that's the frustrating thing is that it's now become this chicken and egg situation I where, know. you know, he, he claims that we are, uh, you know, a crazy fan base. Like along because, the lines of a BBN, who he also riles from time to time. He tends right. to enjoy that, the sport of that as well. So you should take it as a compliment. You're in good company. <laughs> well, sort of. Yeah. Right? Just short three tiles. You're certainly whatever. an elite company. <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, a fan base. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, Big Blue Nation, Kentucky's fan base. Uh, I mean, they are notoriously crazy as well. Uh, I I think they maybe at times while they're rabid and crazy, they also get kind of the uh, it's like well, but they have one at a very high level for a very long time, and they're one of the blue blood programs. Our knock is why are these guys so crazy and angry and rabid when they haven't won is you know as much as they should have. Whatever. You're from the triangle. I know. I, I, you, I mean, you know, I Basketball's don't have. Basketball's in our soul. It is. And <laughs> if you want to hear more about the history of NC State basketball, you can come That's by the right. library tomorrow or today at seven o'clock, uh, Southeast Regional Library <laughs> in Garner. 
Um, but yes, I mean it, it, it's it's a history that's um, very long and proud, but unfortunately is a little dusty at this point. And so I can see where people from the outside, like a Goodman or others, have a hard time understanding. It's, uh, it's sport for those people sometimes to rile up a, a certain group or whatever, and yeah, you know, it, it stinks that there are always going to be people that respond no matter what the rest of you do. Yeah, and you just can't contribute to it. I know. I've tried. It's and and I have gotten better, <laughs> but it's man, it's tempting. Um, just but do a, just do a mute. <laughs> that's. I don't know. I'm not in the muting and blocking business unless somebody. Re- I, I got very it's close very to block. Satisfying. I. <laughs> I got very close to blocking an NC State fan who came after me and called me uh, the P word for my take on really? Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> really? Yeah. yeah. I, of all things, a Muhammad Ali take. Uh, That's what gets someone that riled up. I guess. All I don't right. know why. Mad online. But, no, but uh, anyway. going back to what you asked originally, I guess, which we could do. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's great for Abu, and he probably got a lot of good information out of sure. the process. and. Um, he's he's got to have a nice year. He needs to take that that next step. I think. Yeah, I'm we, sure he uh, knows that. Yeah, yeah. But as as we talked with, I think uh, Joe Gilio when we had him on a few weeks ago, you know, it's it's one thing to hear it from, you know, fans and and or you even know, your, your coach. coach who te- yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's like but to you hear know. it yourself. And we saw so many guys, even from the Triangle, mm-hmm. go through the process and come back. Right. And I think that makes sense. Like they hear it for themselves from straight from the mouths of NBA personnel, right? Instead yeah. of it's not like they don't trust their coach, but it's it's different when it's like direct information. Right. Because when it comes from the fans or it comes from the coach, I could see where you could think, Well, they have an interest in me doing well because they want to see the, the they just want to see state win or or, or the coach just, wants or, to Or it could be the kid just thinks I'm really that good, and uh, it's not like he doesn't believe the coach. It's just like he's so focused on the fact that I'm ready, I'm really that good, that I yeah. really want to go now. Right, but when they hear it from someone who doesn't right. have any vested interest exactly. in, in whether you make it or you don't or whatever, you know, then that carries, I would say, uh, or I would think, in the player's mind a little bit more. It's a know. good rule change. I, I'm glad mm. that they did it, and I yeah. think that it's been beneficial for everybody. I think so, too. Um, I know it probably puts a little bit more pressure on some of the coaches trying to figure out what the roster is going to look like. Sure. Um, but, you know, if you're Mark Godfrey, I'm sure you're much happier to know that uh, Abu's coming back uh, to mix in with the other pieces that he's been able to add this past month. And and it's crazy how yeah. our fortunes changed. Very quickly, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, we went from... First, okay. it was like, what's going on? Why are all these people transferring? <laughs> yeah. Why is everyone leaving? What's Now, all of a sudden, it's like... Sleeper, the sleeper talk again, which isn't the worst place to be. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've, uh, as as an NC State fan, my mentality is, seems to always be just put us well under the radar, just you know, like enough. Just, under. Yeah, just you know, we know that we're simmering right underneath. I think that. you prefer the disrespect. Yeah, I'd like to be thought of as in the other receiving votes category, you know? I think that's easily what could be the case when yeah. uh, the season starts, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know... Uh, but I'm don't sh- put us like number one or in top five, please, yeah. right? Is that where you're going yeah, with that? Yeah, because that seems to have always been very problematic. I know, uh, there's people that get twitchy still about 2013, and I get it. But this team isn't going to be put that high in the preseason, so that's good. That's not a bad place to be. You're respected. People see you. We see you. Yeah. But it's not... It's not overhype. And, and it won't be a situation where there's a tremendous amount of focus on NC State because of how, at least on paper, good good that Duke and Carolina will be next Louisville year. Louisville as well will be very yeah. good. Yeah. So, 
there there won't be a um, a situation when there's a, a, a large number of expectations that have to be met. Sure. Uh, as we've always said, at some point you got to learn to win with expectations. Right. Um, but you know, one but, thing at a time. Yeah. Let's 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 get the winning part first, and then uh, we'll worry about whether or not we can do it with expectations. So. Um, so yeah, Boo's back. Um, you know, BJ's coming back. Uh, I don't. Uh, he he never at any point seemed to indicate that he would be a potential. Yeah, guest. I think he just like Abu. Well, sort of. I think Abu would was more leaning towards if he got good information staying. But I think BJ just used that as a chance to get more information for himself. I think yeah. he knew all along he wasn't going. Yeah. But he wanted to hear straight from you know NBA teams what he needed to get feedback, and that's that's yeah. again like that's what's so good about the whole process. Right. And and also hearing it from people other than your coach is is valuable for for guys like BJ who you know seem to start the year fit and ready to go and then by, by the end of the year we see a different yeah. BJ and they, they, I mean it's been up and down it's not easy you yeah. know it's not it, it it's not easy for some yeah. of these kids to keep that off yeah but it's uh, not easy for us non athletes to do you know <laughs> so. But uh, but yeah, uh, Omer Omer uh, Yurtseven. Omer Yurtseven. Yes. Although I choose to pronounce it Yurtseven. Yeah, yes. But yeah. I've heard Yurtseven. Yurtseven. Yeah. Okay. Well, disappointing. It's, it's going to take an entire um, uh, off season, or at least the time that it takes sure. the uh, NCAA to not clear him uh, a- for. Me to learn how to say it. Yeah, we had a European uh, basketball expert on our show to sort of uh-huh. break down his game, and he's the real deal. Yeah, it's legit. Yeah, I mean, you know, Matt, uh, were he here and not in Spain, uh, or at least flying back in from done Spain? Some scouting. Uh, we we did talk with him about uh, his skill set, and you know, not too many holes. I mean, can shoot the ball. Obviously, has nice size. Yeah, there's um, some, height, I guess, some physical questions yeah. about if he can stand up to that part of it, but. I mean, his skill level isn't in question. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of those kids that... uh, They think he is a... Last I heard, I think he's got a pretty decent chance to be cleared. I know he played for the same team as Inez Cantor from Kentucky, and Mm -hmm. Cantor never got cleared to play at Kentucky. Um, But I think what the European guy we had on was telling us um, was that he... What was it? Like, he had a bank account that Mm -hmm. the team started in his name, and they put money in it, but... They did like the family never took any money out of it, and they didn't ask for that, you right. know. So yeah, I, hopefully that works. I think um, <laughs> hopefully that's enough. Yeah, um, we had Josh Rattray on uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, Josh. Yeah, and uh, and he he gave us a very positive indication as yeah, well. One I, of those deals where it was like, he, you know. This isn't one of these like we're taking a flyer on a guy. That, no, that, not at all. I mean, uh, he he doesn't think that the staff would have invested the kind of time and effort that they did into him if For sure. the, if there was even you know maybe like a fifty fifty chance that he wouldn't get cleared. You know, if he, he feels like there's a, a very good chance that we'll see uh, Yurt Yurtseven Yurtseven. Um, you know, play for NC State. Certainly, with the news that they're going to redshirt Leonard Freeman too, I, mm-hmm. you would think that they weren't going to do that and just have two big guys going into right. the season. I don't think they would want to do that. Yeah. So it it was a situation where we went from, gosh, all right, we're losing, you know, forwards and and possibly our you know starting center, uh, to now we've got a, a pretty good wealth of players, you know, across the front line. And yeah. and you got a guy in Dennis Smith Jr. that supposedly is a guy who likes to distribute, and uh, and yeah, there's there's some reason for optimism. So, um, you know, 
We'll be flying under the radar, but hopefully it will be, uh, you know, the kind of deal where we but start. But like just under it. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll be, yeah, yeah, much kind of like the ACC baseball season this year. I think it'll be where you'll have a lot of mm-hmm. probably very good teams, maybe not uh, outside of maybe Duke, probably not like a super dominant team, would you say? Yeah, I don't uh, know. I mean, I, that's a whole other set of questions for me because, right. at, look, the Duke was very, very good when they won the national title, too. But even then, they had bumps in the road in 2015 mm-hmm. with that good group of freshmen. Now, people are saying this group is better than uh-huh. that one. So it's like, whoa, that's pretty high praise when you yeah. think about it. But at the same time, like I'm I'm always kind of cautious, wait and see approach with stuff like that. Yeah. Take some time for those guys in Mike Krzyzewski's system to sort of learn defense and stuff like that, the way he wants it played. So. Right. And and Mike, to his credit, uh, has adapted over the years. Yep. And no question. I mean, if you had asked me to pick one ACC basketball coach um, that seems like the most flexible and adaptable guy in the league, I certainly lately. Have, I wouldn't have started with Mike Sheshewski, but he seems to have developed into a guy right, who realizes yeah. that uh, he realizes this is the way it's got to it's got to go this way. And Even like five years ago, we wouldn't have said that about him. Yeah. And yeah. now all of a sudden, here we are. So. Yeah. I remember. I remember when uh, was Elton Brand leaving early was big news for Duke, uh, and times have really changed. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything else? Uh, you know, um, obviously the, in the sports world in general, the passing of Muhammad Ali was big news over the past weekend. Um, a little time has passed, and I'm sure you know most folks have have seen a lot uh, and read a lot about it. Um, you know, there's there are. Very few people who that when they pass away, you know, large portions of time and ink or digital ink uh, or television are devoted to guys. But he was definitely one of those who oh, wanted yeah. it. Um, his impact, not just in boxing, but also, uh, you know, off the uh, ring, outside of the ring. Off and the, off the ring. And off the field. Sure. Um, you know, uh you know, giving up on the prime part of his career to object to participating in Vietnam War. I mean, mm-hmm. um, there's not a lot of guys who um, would. Is this what you got called the P word over? Uh, well, I guess I should get into it. Says so I opened the, that box. I mean, I, I, I got uh, called that because I wondered aloud on Twitter if you know a guy like Ali who was going to be in my mind, great at no matter what he did. He could have sold cars and would have been transformational in the car selling yeah. world. Um, a guy like that, if he had, you know, known what kind of damage boxing can do to you over time, would he have still chosen boxing as a career? They, uh, they ran a 60 minutes piece actually over the weekend that, uh, um, on Sunday night that I was watching and, uh, yeah, I mean, they literally, he literally said, well, he didn't say it, but his wife said it for him that yes, he would because mm. everything good that it did for him too. Right. But yeah, it's an interesting question, certainly. To yeah. Work. Yeah, I mean, I guess I posed it or I tried to pose it and, and didn't do a very good job of it. Uh, to uh, If you're out there, Mr. Whatever Your Face is, that I nearly blocked. Um, you know, I was trying to uh, to state that uh, assuming he achieves greatness in whatever it would have been, right? You know, would he have gone down that road uh, just simply for the sport of boxing? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, he certainly was not a guy who shied away from anything. No. And and so, 
you know, uh, you know, it it certainly transformed his life. It also transformed uh, a lot of other people's lives in in the way that he, um, you know, stood up for what he believed in, and you know, uh, and also he kind of was one of the first guys that uh, made it socially acceptable to be brash and 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 very you know yeah. out there like you know the. I'm thinking about, you know, the climate of, of the modern athlete that he came in to, you know, being the mid-60s when wasn't Mickey Mantle was still playing, I think, with the Yankees towards the end of his career, I think. I, I don't know. But that kind of that uh, that era, that had oh, been yeah. your prototypical athlete, you know, like, uh, it was not like an hey, mister, you know, come sign my, you know, baseball card or whatever. Yeah. And then you know Ali comes in and he's and and of course fighting is is a is a different sport than baseball or any of the other major sports sure. at the time. But you know he was not afraid to to tell you how pretty he was and and <laughs> how stupid the other guy was and yeah uh, and that was a, a very foreign thing at the time and and you know it could have you know you make it makes you wonder could that have gone south on him could people have have turned on him and and. Maybe we have a revisionist history of, you know, a positive view on him. I'm sure at the time there were many, oh, many yeah. people that hated him. He was him. much more polarizing at the time than yeah. he became later yeah. um, with his fight against Parkinson's and sort of being the vis- like the visible face of that. Yeah. He was much more polarizing before yeah. that. There's no question. I mean, right. God, it was the 60s, and he's this outspoken, brash black guy. And yeah. I mean, that didn't sit well with plenty of people. Right. And his, his quote about not going to, uh, to Vietnam because, you know, no one there ever called him the N-word, so... Which, you um, know, actual, I Yeah, I mean, again, not shy in any respect, so... Um, yeah, it's... He's a guy, I mean, not, you know, we're we're of an age where, you know, our knowledge of, of Ali is, you know, probably fairly limited. I remember seeing him in some commercials for, like, Drano or something, where he talked about knocking <laughs> the leaks out of a... Like, it was like... Wait, yeah. that that guy? That's the guy? My like most prominent memory of him from when I was a kid anyway was the Atlanta Olympics. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a kid kid. I was like a teenager, but still. Right. I kind of knew who he was before that, but yeah. but that moment really um yes. got you asking questions like, "Wow, who is this guy?" And then the Will Smith movie. <laughs> right. Those two things. Yes, those uh, are my. Yes. Those are really. <laughs> um but uh, but my dad, you know, he he knew uh, of Ali very well and was very. He definitely was a guy who fell in the pro Ali camp and mm-hmm. uh, had some great stories to share about those fights. And um, so I grew up with positive memories of of Ali. Learning about him again later on in life was was very fun and um, you know just very sad. Um, you know, honestly, to have Parkinson's as long as he did, and then to live to age 74 is is somewhat remarkable in its own right. I was, I did hear. I think he donated his brain. Oh, did he? Yeah, okay. which would be, you know, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's, but there's not. Um, I don't think it's an actual diagnosis you can make using brain imaging until mm-hmm. the person's dead. Mm. So. Yeah, maybe there'll be some answers there. It's more of a behavioral thing. I, same with CTE as well, and yeah. some other brain disorders. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's um, I, you know I don't I don't know uh, what we will find from that. I'm sure it will be you know closely looked at the link between you know because he's passing away at a time where we have so much focus on brain injuries. And he I think brought a lot of awareness to that mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, right? I mean maybe you could speak to this like if anybody came before him that you remember that like suffered that kind of brain damage that was that high profile, but. 
Well, for I sure. remember during the Olympics seeing him, you know, visibly shaking. Right. Because he was not in his later years. He wasn't always out there in in the public no. eye. Um, and and when he was there shaking and holding the torch, I remember thinking, what's wrong with him? You know, and, and not and not knowing. And then you sort of find out. Uh, I remember finding out around that time, well, he got hit in the head a lot, and that's what happened to him. And you're like, whoa, I didn't yeah. know that was that could happen. Yeah. And in, in looking up uh, what CTE, CTE is, uh, they used to call it actually, um, uh, it had a, a Latin name associated with it that basically meant puncher's disease. Um, right. So they it was tied very closely initially in their thoughts to um, boxing, just repeated yeah. blows to the head. Oh, that too. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, he's passing away at a time where we're we're learning more and more about what repeated brain trauma can do to you, and 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 who knows, maybe this will be one more piece in the puzzle as we start to kind of figure this stuff out. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, so, um, all right, well. That's a little bit of a downer note <laughs> to end well, the show on. Uh, we uh, let's see, it's getting to be close to uh, proposed uh, first pitch time. I don't know yeah. uh, if anybody uh, has uh, the radar here pulled up or not, but uh, we'll see if anything transpires this evening. And then uh, you know, there's a good chance that when you listen to this, there, the game Looks itself. Looks like it's may- still on. Okay, so still still scheduled for 7:40. Yes. Um, so. Who knows? Uh, the game could be all well and done by the time you hear this, or uh, there's a good chance that it could be either... Uh, I don't understand why they didn't just go ahead and play earlier, but I'm not a weather expert. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess that's asking a lot. Oh, you mean as far as like, like stick, starting sticking with the original 6 o'clock uh, first pitch time? or No, I mean like before the storm hit, which yeah. was like... Most of the afternoon until like six o'clock, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the first game He's concluded on. at. Uh, yeah, at it was what? a little late. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. So they wouldn't have gotten it anyway yeah, before I mean, four. But I, I, I was I was sitting there thinking I was like, man, they could have just. Yeah. Yeah. A one-hour turnaround would have been. Yeah. Uh, that that would have been a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, you got to kick out all the uh, the folks. That's who true. Are, you got to reset asleep. everything, and yeah. then yeah. So are you. Can't, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Uh, sure. Unless you have a ticket for game five or game six, and then, yes, you can't stay here. Um, all right. Well, um, we will uh, we'll reconvene next week. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think what's uh, coming down the pipe, but uh, I have been in contact with uh, Bobby Purcell's folks, hoping to get a chance to speak with him here in uh Next coming weeks, I'll let you know how that goes. And again, if you want to swing by the library this evening, and and, and if you just want to say hey, uh, I'd love to see you. It's uh, seven o'clock at uh, Southeast Regional, there in Gardner. Uh, you can Google the instructions on how to get there. And uh, if I see you, I see you. Uh, all right, Lauren. Um, uh, again, good to see you. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know uh, everything continues. As it has uh, with you and your husband and, and the baby, um, you know, again, I'm rooting that it hang, that he hangs on until uh, after the draft, and then you can file your story for that and then <laughs> sail off into the wild sure. world of uh, mommyhood. Um, when nothing is happening in sports, that's my goal. <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal. And, of course, everything. That would be a perfect time for a next wave of realignment, right? Uh, wouldn't that oh, be great? God, no. <laughs> Please don't. Please be boring uh, this summer. I'll, uh, I will knock on I'll with it. I'll miss ACC kickoff, but that's about it. Uh, so that's fine. Yes, yes. 
Uh, well, very good to see you again. And, uh, you too. And then I guess that'll do it. Uh, so for Lauren, this is James saying long, so long. You're from the Riddick and Rolls podcast. Slowly I become. There it is. One with Ow! But if I can swim out the forty days in my mind, it's crushed by the crashing waves that feel so high that I cannot fall to be alone. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.